Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. Welcome to Counter Charge, I'm Rough Enough, and in today's episode we have a collection of four clips taken live at NashCon with some of the participants and some of the people behind the scenes that make NashCon go. NashCon, for those who don't know, is an HMGS, or Historical Miniature Wargaming Society-sponsored event, so it has a historical focus. There's a great deal of sci-fi and fantasy gaming to be found at this event as well. This year attracted over 500 participants, so sit back and enjoy. We're after game one at NashCon. We're with Jackson Blakemore. Jackson, how are you doing? I'm doing great, honestly. This has been fun. I mean, this is fun. No, you didn't bring your orcs this time. No, I brought my Basilines. I've got two new units. I've got Samacruz. And Did you actually paint it yourself? No. <laughs> uh, Dad painted that. I painted the regiment of... Uh, crap, what are they called? I don't know. I painted know. the regiment of uh, uh, Paladin Knights, though. So the last time we were here at TNT, you were pretty high up. You going to uh, do the same thing? Uh, I'm hoping so. Um, did you play Bastilians the last time? Yes, actually, I did. I played Bastilians last time and uh, wound up 15th out of like 80 people. So, yeah, that was nice. <laughs> Awesome. So let's talk about game one. Who'd you play? I played Ben Vinning, I think. Yep, and he is a pilot out of Philadelphia. We talked to him at Mass. Or did you listen to our podcast with him? Uh, I believe I did, actually, yes. <clears throat> did he use any of the tricks that he learned at Masters on you? Maybe. I'm not. I'm not. Did he back sure. up at, all, at any point in the game? Uh, no. Did he, did he make sure he measured all of his movements and yes, make sure all of his all angles? Of his, he measured all of his movements and his angles. We had a we had a couple problems with some of the stuff, like because every turn there was like, including turn one, there was multiple charges. Every right, turn. he was playing undead. Right, yes. what was in his list? So many characters. Right, uh, he had three regiments of zombies, uh, a regiment of uh, not Revcav, but a Soul Reaver infantry. Mm-hmm. Two regiments of Soul Reaver infantry, a regiment of Soul Reaver uh, cavalry, his dragon, the undead dragon, the uh, a vampire on. Pegasus, mm-hmm. three necromancers, a Lycanus, uh, two troops of wraiths, and a pack, uh, and then a uh, troop of death pack. I think is what you call nice. it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. What's in your list, Vaseline? So in my list, I have three regiments of three regiments of uh, uh, Paladin Foot Guard, one of which has the uh, upgrade to defenders, so they have aura elite. Mm-hmm. I have one. I have a regiment with two-handed weapons, and then I have a regiment with brew strength, and then a priest with bane chance. So I'm always going to have uh, crush one on all my units. I have two hordes of LOI. Uh, I've got Julius, uh, Julius, and Samacris. I've got, uh, uh, I've got a uh, crap, a priest. Yeah, there's the priest, and then I have two regiments of uh, Pout and foot guard. Not Pound and Foot Guard, but uh, Knights, Knights on Horses. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's it. It's a very elite list. Well, how'd the game go? We played loot in the first round. 
It went it went really well. Uh, it, the final score was two to one. You won. Yes, I did. Honestly, MVP of the fight was definitely my LOI with twenty three wounds on him and still live. <laughs> they had a, so he charged him with he he brought him up to twenty three wounds and then devastated them. And then the next turn he ran his undead. Uh, he read his vampire lord into him and. Five hits. He rolls the wound and four, mm-hmm. four ones in a in a two, so does no wounds. So he'll charge. He charged through and killed him, and they 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 survived. Basically went through hell and back and uh, survived. Uh, so you won two to one. What was the attrition difference? Uh, plus two minus two. We killed a lot of each other. Yeah. Okay. Well, in this game, and we should mention TNT or NashCon is a win loss draw. 15, yes. 10, 5, yep, yep, yep. and then a f- it's a 20 knot 20 system, so attrition yeah. gets you plus or minus 5. Yeah. Um, is it like less than 250 is zero? I can't remember exactly. But, you know, so you, you got to win big. to you, yeah. you got to kill a lot of stuff and not lose a lot of stuff to really move yeah. the needle. You got to you gotta almost have a perfect win in order to march up the march up the leaderboard. Yeah, how'd your dad do? Uh, I believe he won as well. <clears throat> Surprising. Anyway, he... I'm not sure what happened. He hasn't told me yet. Oh, he played Devlin Smith. Yeah, he played Devlin. Yeah, you're dead, John Blakemore. Playing dwarves, right? He's playing his normal dwarf yeah, list. He's playing his normal dwarf list. He's got a bit of shooting. He's got a bit of everything. He's got a bit of shooting, a, a lot of a lot of Iron Guard, a whole lot of Iron Guard. He's got, I, I can't remember which list he's taken, but, I mean, he's got a whole lot of grindy units and a whole lot of shooty units, so and he was able to bring out the W for that. Where are you guys sitting at points? Uh, we're tied, actually. So maybe you guys get to play. I don't want to play him. Is he going to lose? <laughs> no. He's going to dock your sports score, isn't he? You enjoy playing your dad? Would you play your dad, like, a lot, right? I played, uh, yeah, the last three tournaments, the yeah. last three tournaments we've went to, uh, I've played him in the last round, and I'm 1-1-1. One, one, and one. So I've won one against him. I've tied. Did you beat him at King of Memphis, or he beat you? I beat him at Kings of Memphis. Okay. No, we... No, he beat me at Kings of Memphis last turn. Okay. Well, that's the best way to beat you, right? Yeah. Get so what's the next army? You've got Oryx, you've got Basilean. What are you working on next? So at Kings of Memphis, we bought a good bit of ogres. Uh, so Those, are they going to be for yeah. you or for your dad? Uh, for me, yeah. Okay. And we're going to have Night Stalkers, and then I realized something. Uh, Twilight Kin, we've got plenty of elves from just, like, random crap we've collected mm-hmm. over the years. So we're going to we're gonna do a uh, Twilight Kin list. Uh, uh, forces of nature. We've got plenty of stuff for that. We've also got plenty of stuff for undead. Mm-hmm. So we just—I mean, it's kind of a, a mix. We can paint whenever, basically whatever we want, and just bring out an army for whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So, what about the rest of your family? When are you gonna get your sister to play? She's coming up, right? How old is yeah, she now? Uh, she's ten. She don't look it, but she's ten. What about your mom? Your mom was still painting, right? Yeah, she was. Because you didn't paint for a long time, and your mom had to paint your army. Yeah, wait, no. No? Your mom didn't have to paint? Was your dad had to paint your army? Well, no, I painted most of it. Actually, that's a lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they painted most of it. She did She did all the freehand flames on the banners and stuff. And, mm-hmm. Because that's kind of like the thing. The purging flame is my uh, kind of like theme, I guess. Last time we played Basilean in, in, in my ogres, I think I... Th- Dumped you. I think I had like a rear charge with a mammoth into a paladin foot guardian or something. It's pretty good. And didn't I also? Yeah, I remember some. It was a good game. We played it at Forager a few years ago. Yeah. 
I remember the game where you also, you know, before flea bags were irregular. You, yeah. You took ogres and just <clears throat> lined up the tables. Oh, you mean the flea bag? Yeah. yeah. Well, there was a flea. It was a goblin list. You want the, all oh, the flea bags? Yeah. yeah. It was a goblin list. That was fun. Was, no, I, I appreciate the win again. No. Yeah. No. I couldn't beat. I couldn't kill anything, but I appreciate yeah. you letting me win in the scenario. So that was really great of you. Run your, run your dogs on the other side. And there was just so many, and I had three three hordes of trolls. A little bit of chariots God. and just a lot. I think there was like 16 troops or something. It was pretty awesome. No, no, that's awesome. It looked like Helm's Deep, like the yeah. crashing over, washing away the, the, the your flames, if you will, yeah. snuffing your flame out. Thanks. Yeah. What's next for you guys for tournament wise? Uh, I will not be going to Sword of Kings because you have football. Uh, yes. <clears throat> I've also got some other scout stuff. What are you, a snapper? What are you? Long snapper? Uh, no, I'm actually, they've moved me to guard. I play left bench right now, but, uh... Left bench, yeah? Yeah. That's, yeah. Is that next to right bench? Yeah, right next to right bench. We do pretty good over there cheering for our boys. We yeah. won, we won last night. Play this is a freshman team, or what is it? Oh, no, it's, it's a freshman through a senior. Okay. Yeah, first... Are you going to a private school, or is it a... No, public. Public, public school. It's Forest Chapel High Hill, right? Forest High School, yep. Forest High School in Chapel Hill, Tennessee. Ironically, there's some folks that are here from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. So that's that's the father and son. That's the father because yeah. I heard about. Them. So what's next, army-wise? You bought ogres and you got night stalkers. What are you gonna paint? Uh, I honestly want to paint ogres right now because I found a really good mix for the colors. What, uh, what, what color scheme are you using? I'm using an army painter, uh, dirt splatter and chaotic red mix. It's a two to one, and it gives really it gives it gives the color that uh, you know the uh, color that you see on the box. That's kind of what I'm going. Oh, it's like a dark, yeah, uh, or a warm red, reddish yeah. green, reddish brownish, reddish brown. Yeah. Okay, almost like an umber kind. of. Awesome. Yeah. 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 And so when are we gonna see some ogres? Well, you don't know how to play ogres, so when are you gonna learn to play ogres? I have no idea. Ogres. Well, do you, don't they just play like orcs? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But they're faster. Run across another not. Well, they're speed six, right? How much speed is it? Isn't it Orc five? They're not faster, no. Orcs are six two? Yeah. We got uh, Gakamak. Y'all, y'all don't. Gakamak is junky, though. Cause, oh, it's, Gakamak uh, hits on. Uh, Gakamak's great, right? He has seven attacks in on threes? Twos. Twos, okay, great. Yeah. yeah. And he's crushing three? Yeah, crushing. How many wounds you do? You can only do seven. No. Garagamak. I have seven attacks. I hit on threes. Oh, but I have blast D3. And I am also crushing three. Okay. So I can do 21 wounds. That's a lot. Yeah. But, uh, so, and I am, your nerve is lower than mine, too, because I'm 15, 17. You're yeah, a, but I'm an individual, so, you know, I don't get true, it. True, but I, but I score, and, I'm an in, and I have nimble. Oh, oh, you do? Well, yeah. Guess what? So do I. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're an, you're an individual. Yeah, I know. She don't score. He's also got Strider and Fury and Vicious. But he still can only do seven wounds. I know, but like still, seven wounds is not enough. Guaranteed seven wounds. I'm gonna shoot him off the table. No, you're not. I'd hide him behind my horde of chariots. You're gonna hide. Well, then he's not doing his job if you're hiding him. What are you gonna do, halfling list? I don't think it's right that halflings get flyers and dwarves don't because well, they're statistically kind of like dwarves in a way. Oh, you mean as a unit, right? Yeah, yeah. You're talking about the aeronauts and who else? The grenadiers. Dudes on the balloons. They got balloons. Yeah, they have balloon guys that fly over. Always hit on fours with blast D three nine attacks. That's nice. Yeah, they only come as a regiment. Oh, but well, I also. But you don't need more. I mean, nine hits. I mean, that's yeah, blast that's D three, so you could do twenty seven. Yeah, that's that's gonna be. And I think game. it's piercing a couple. Jeez. And they always hit on fours. Always. Always. Okay, dang. 
and the trolls, the uh, the halflings riding trolls with guns. I think that's those are interesting. The, the trolls basically have a wooden backpack, and you got your halfling. Yeah. Now, what's weird to me is those guys do not have steady aim. Oh, they don't. Correct, and no piercing. But the regular halfling rifles that are not riding goblins have steady aim and piercing. That doesn't make sense. sense. It doesn't. But I guess it's not. A, a, a th- they can't make it make sense. I think the problem is. They would be too powerful. Too powerful, yeah. Because you've already got trolls. I mean, I, I guess that. So is it eighteen attacks? Is it? I think so. Yeah, yeah. hitting on fours, and, and and they're trolls, so they still have the regen five. Yeah, yeah, which is really nice. And I. So are you thinking about playing halflings or no? Uh, no, no. They're too hard for you to play. No. They're like the adult adult army. They're too slow. Well, I don't know. With Gaster Nancy and you got all those wild charge guys, you could really be cooking. Okay, so. I really wanted them to come out with like an army for specifically designed for heirloom metals because you have forces of nature and their big thing is they got all elementals. Mm-hmm. But you got fire elementals with salamanders, water elementals with naiads, you got uh, earth elementals with dwarves. What, so you wanted another source, for, another place to air. Yeah, because yeah. air nobody takes air. Nobody takes air because I mean while they are melee three speed ten <clears throat> nimble i mean are they crushing one no they have no crushing and that's that's right. why people don't take them yeah rather take fire and have crush two i believe crush two yeah mm-hmm. with fury yeah fire fire elementals are really good i've gone against them and they they've done a number on my boys uh, yeah i bet yeah but i can't i can't think of an army that would include air elementals as like as like part of their thing you're right, though. Somebody, somebody needs to have them in the list, you know, just just to make it interesting. I would think. And yeah. My dad says it's a stupid idea, but you know. What's that? What putting arrow elementals in the halfling list or in the dwarf list? Or like. What about the dwarf list? What if they put like a, a special uh, arrow elemental in a backpack? I wouldn't mind. And that. he flies up like a tornado, and he, and he carries some grumpy dwarf with him. I wouldn't mind. And the that, grumpy honestly. dwarf can pour alcohol or mead out, and it, it makes it sticky. So the unit becomes hindered when they go to charge. That's be awesome. It would, but that that'd be overpowered. Just would it be? Yeah. And what if it was real weak though, and just it, had the ability to it'd like? Probably, it'd probably be like a once per game thing. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. What's your favorite unit in the game? Give me a specific army, and I'll tell you. Like. How about Northern Alliance? Northern Alliance, Frostfang Cav. Oh, they're they're terrible. Take the the guys wrong. by themselves. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Frostfang Cav are ridiculous. If you give them brochure. They the problem is you know what happens to them? They shoot them off the table and yeah. they're dead. So you're better off taking multiples of the smaller guys and that way there's more targets to hit. True. What about Night Stalkers? What's your favorite unit in that Night list? Night Stalkers? Easily the uh, the the wizard. Oh get out of here. Shadow Hulk all the way, man. Best giant in the game. Hits on threes. Come on, dude. That's... Brim's better. So what about dwarves? Your dad has a big dwarf collection. What's your favorite uh, unit in that army? Iron Guard are really good. Uh, sharpshooters, pretty good too. Sharpshooters are great because they're basically war engines that can score. Yeah. What about Kingdoms of Men? What's your What's your favorite unit in that list? I don't really play Kingdoms of Men. Let's get some evil armies. Let's talk about Bissels. What's your favorite? Bissels. Manifestation of Bale's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Moloks. Uh, Moloks are amazing. Yeah. Abyssal dwarves. Give me a Give me a unit. Grotesques. Honestly. Really. Grotesques. Large cavalry. Yeah. I, I like large cows. They die to a stiff breeze, though, man. No, they don't. Put some pike in front of them or what something. Yeah. Are they? Put some pike in front of them, but how many? How many? Uh, how many people got pikes? 
That's true, only one good unit. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, Trident Realms? What's your favorite unit? Trident Realms. Gigas are pretty good for uh, if you can if you can if you can situate them. I mean, they only have twelve attacks, but they hit on threes, which is a big change, and they're crushing two, right? Crush two, yeah. Yeah, and they have the defense six, obviously. Yeah. I mean, they're slow, but when they hit, when they hit, they only have twelve attacks. Compare them to Iron Guard. Iron Guard hit on threes, but they only have no crushing. No crushing. So what happens is, the Gigas are going to give you more. Going to give you more wounds. More wounds. Consistently. And they're really good for just like soaking in damage. They, yes. I don't really, I don't really play Trident Realms, but because you're not good enough a player to handle the, you know, playing with ensnare and stuff. Not true. What about uh, Forces of Nature? What's your favorite? Forces of Nature, Beast of Nature. Yeah, Beast it's nature. that's a good pick because yeah. you gotta have three, right? Yeah. If you're not playing with three, you're you're not playing right. Salamanders. What's your favorite unit? Salamanders. <laughs> uh, Tyrants. <laughs> Tyrants, awesome. Tyrant. Did you pick up any of the new models? Uh, no, they're slick though. Yeah. Real nice. Did it, did it turn you off because then you have to paint them and you have to paint to a higher level because the models are so good? Or No, 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 no. It's just, you know. Do you like the confidence for putting ogres. paint on those? Ogres. That's, that's my Oh, opinion. ogres, yeah. yeah What's your favorite unit of ogres? Favorite unit of ogres. I'm honestly caught up between each breakers. Siege breakers, yeah. Yeah. Siege breakers are really good. Hunters are not overrated. They're really good. They are in the right situation, but yeah. I mean, defense four can be a liability. The uh, crossbowmen. Crossbowmen are really good. Bow the shooters? Shooters are... Get the hell out of here. Shooters... You, you just lost all credibility. No, you put them in the backfield and just 18 attacks on pot shot. Pot shot. So now you're hitting on sevens for nine attacks. So sixes on nine attacks. That's dumb. If you if park you them in the back corner and just blow everything away, boomers are pretty good, but you have to get up close. Yeah, I think That's, uh, maybe a regiment would be okay. All right, we're going to wrap up because I think they're getting ready to announce the uh, pairings. We'll tackle you soon. All right. Welcome back to NashCon. This is Rob. I am with Mr. Felix Castro. You may have heard him, his dull, dulcet tones on the first time Masters episode. We're after round two. Where are you sitting? Yeah, I'm right now. I'm sitting at 0 and 2. So you're kind of like following up Masters real well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm um, doing my whole like bottom third of the nation. So I'm just trending that right now. Well, to be fair, to be fair. I was the, kind of the sacrificial lamb that pulled Jeff O'Neill round one, so that was... Right. Uh, How'd that go? Well, it was one of those when I got first turn option, I was like, I'm, I'm going, because yeah. I'm, I'm running Varinger at uh, NashCon, because uh, kind of with the wrestling theme, my, my list is called the heel turn. So okay, I like it. I went from playing Northern Alliance to playing an evil army, so uh, I just had to get into his army as soon as possible. So I pulled quite a bit of attrition out of that. So that's why I ended up getting five points out of the loss. So it was almost like a... That's pretty good. So 20, he, he only got 15? 18. 18. Because of manager bonuses and stuff. I like see. That. That's right. Because there's 20 points. 20 odd system. You got 15, 10, 5. Five points of attrition swing. And then a two-point manager bonus. Two manager so you get 20. Or was it three points? Uh, two-point manager bonuses. Okay. Yeah. So I think he only got one of them. But it was like plus two, minus two on attrition. So... Um, that's, yeah, pretty, that's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty good. so got quite a bit of attrition out of that. And then I ended up playing Andrew Atkins round two. And uh, my, I, we were just talking about that. My, my dice were just... Not good. Not great. Well, and, you know, I would think I would like Varanger in a, a matchup with Ogres. Because right. you know, I know they move speed six, but your right. stuff I, just like... I'm a little It's faster. like surgical. When they hit, they just hit so much harder. Yeah, and the issue was is that they weren't. You know, the dice a, just were soft. Yeah, I had a I had a counter charge on a boomer 
horde and 20 attacks, hitting on threes, wounding on twos. I don't know, I got six wounds. That's not going to do it. <laughs> that is, that 15, is 17 nerve, you're not going to knock it out with that yeah, kind of Yeah, by math, I should have done about 12. Oh, so, yeah, wow. it was not, not pretty. Yeah. Well, you know, we've been talking a lot and picking on him a lot. This is Andrew Atkins. Right. Who, it, he used to be a really good player, right? Like, <laughs> back, back in the day? Yeah. And what's interesting, he used to be a player that didn't give a crap about what his army looked like. He would right. come to tournaments just to win best general. Yep. With unpainted models. And now he's like... I don't know if it's Dylan Scribner rubbing off on him, but someone's rubbing off on him. He's like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to improve my paint score. I think it score. is. Uh, he's been on After Dark. It's sort of like uh, the paint score is going up, but the gamesmanship and the generalship is going down, but not in equal proportion. Right. Like he is, well, I mean, we made photo of him at, at King of Memphis because he got challenged by his cousin Trey, right. who has just started playing, and took him behind the woodshed and <laughs> thunderstomped him with dwarves. Huh. You know, I'm. You know, it's gonna be interesting to see how long this funk's gonna last for him. Right. But I, he just he won, so maybe you were the maybe you're the maybe the bounce back. The yeah. bounce back. Future Rob here. Yes, Felix was in fact the bounce back for Andrew, uh, as Andrew finished the weekend four and one. Yeah. Now, actually, he was my uh, doubles partner at the last Blue City. Ball, he was, so. and, and it was he last had minute. Zero painted models. You're right. Yeah, we're sorry about that. We, <laughs> well, I was hooking, we we tried to hook you up with somebody that had some hobby mojo, and he is. Uh, <laughs> Of late, he is more into the hobby, but in right. the past, uh, it was not such the case. Yeah. He's no. playing Ogres, right? He's playing Ogres, what's yeah. in the, What's in his list? Seems like it's pretty bog standard. I know he had one Siege Breaker Horde, one Hunter Horde, Horde of Chariots, or not the Legion. I think it was just a Horde of Chariots. Yeah. Um, with Pathfinder. Or maybe a Regiment. Um, was it three Chariots or four? I think it was four. Well, it's hard to tell because they're not Chariots, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't He's know. using the uh, Bull Centaurs from... Forge World for the uh, Chaos okay. Dwarf. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, super. I tell you. Which is ironic because somebody that's not in the hobby, you know, he's Getting playing with Cadillac world. models. Yeah, right? like, exactly. Yeah, like the high end, high end, high high end models. Yeah, you had also, uh, I've just summoned the the mountain to come join us. I also had two hordes of boomers. Well, um, those are pretty good. They do work. Yeah, yeah. they do. They do work. Yeah, it was another thing too. Is like he just managed to get like the waivers when he needed them. Yeah, it's kind of like. Well, with that preamble over, we were going to, you guys started a discussion. I said, well, that's something I'd like to talk about. Right. That discussion is, do you want to go first or second? Right. We've had this discussion a hundred times over, but uh, let's just open that up. What do you guys think? Andrew, what do you think about that? That that when you make the, the roll and you win the turn, you win the ability to go first or second. What is, what is your thought process? Do you do first? Do you go second? What do you do? It really just depends on me on what's my list, what am I playing against, and scenario. If I need to hide behind the heels from shooting spam, so be it. I'll go second. If I need to, if I need to uh, show a board state, a, a threat. You want to project a threat. Exactly. You go ahead right. and go first and just alpha, like push up. There, there are a few things you got to consider. Right. It's, it's not even have. necessarily alphaing, but you're presenting that threat that you're. It's a bark. It's not a bite. Right. You, you start to limit your opponent's choices because they're like, if I move up too much, I'm going to get it up the rear. Right. Potentially, <laughs> or they may not, but you're still limiting their choices. So. Right. Right. Well, you, I mean, that's the whole point of Kings of War, right? Put people in places where they have to make bad decisions. Right. Yeah. The, the more you ask questions, the more chances you're doing the right thing. Well, you were scratching a lot of questions today, a lot of pencil writing. Man. I'm telling you. It's a lot I don't of know, ma- what, what, what are your thoughts, Felix, on, on the, the decision to go first or second? Uh, I wish I could have gone first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, especially because he's got boomers and some, some limited shooting. So he's able to, when he's going first... If you go to he can get up there, and then when you move into range, he can. Right. Because he's got the boomers with a 12-inch range and six is move, 18-inch effective shooting. So. Yeah. Right. So, I almost because that's the same threat as mine, but there's less um, 
I guess, risk, quote unquote. Right. You know, if you're charging somebody and you don't pop them, you get countercharged or flanked or whatever. If way you're up, shooting, yourself, yeah. You know when I when I when, get there. when I win the when I win the role though I'm usually there's two things that I'm considering. First of all, is there a shooting army on the table? Correct. Right, yeah. and so then I'm like, okay, if I'm the shooting army, we I mentioned this like it depends on the ranges, and sometimes it's worthwhile to give them the first turn so they have to move into your guns. You know, because right. you know if I'm playing King of the Men and I've got crossbows or something with 24 inch range, well I don't want to move them because pot shot sucks. Shoot, right, yeah. like right. I'm already hitting on fives. I don't need to be hitting on sixes with uh, half the attacks, <laughs> right? Right. So there's that. And then the flip side, if I'm playing Jeff O'Neill, I don't want him to go first. I want right. to like, I want to make sure I'm like, or you know, if I'm maybe I'm already cowered down and that's fine. Then I give him the first turn. But most of the time, I want to be like, I'm going behind this hill, behind this piece of impassable terrain. I'm going over here that's out of arc. Right. You know, and yeah. I'm trying to like avoid the. Definitely agree with you on that. One. Right. So my first round against Jeff O'Neill, I won the won the option, and I was like, well, I can die in my deployment zone, or I can die in his deployment zone. Yeah. So I. Well, one Damn of the, Skippy, I, I had like a push broom and just pushed my entire army across the board. The, like, right, the, the other out. thing that's interesting about shooting armies, and I think people don't play it right sometimes, is this Kings of War. We don't roll the nerve until the end of the phase. So if you can shove one unit and block line of sight and make them shoot one unit, yeah, you killed them great. Yeah. You killed that unit dead. But then there's right. three or four more behind them, right? That's the trick. And people, like, they spread out. It's like, no, man. It's a little make a little arrow and, just, yes. woof, exactly. and you're right. gonna the first the first two guys through the door are gonna get shot. Right. But you know <laughs> we actually talked about that for his game one against O'Neill when we're like, all right, just deploy all on one side. Yep. Right. I mean, he's gonna kill something, but he can only kill the front line. And then you, you know what I think we need to do? This is gonna sound crazy. Uh, and we'll get back to talking about turn one and turn two. I think if you engage a shooting unit, they shouldn't be able to disengage. Like you're you're locked in and that's it. That or, way you or can't. How about a keyword or something like that where you're not able to right. disengage? If there was an ability to like, okay, I've got you locked in. There should be a maybe a little bit more penalty than oh well, I'm just gonna back away. Right. I can't shoot you, but my friends can. Yeah. Right. Like that's not real war. I mean, I, and all right. Don't before anybody says, you know, I, I get it. It's it's fantasy. Like it just doesn't make sense. It pulls me pulls me out of immersion. We're like, there. so I just back. I mean, and look, don't 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 kid yourself. You know, I did that. <laughs> right. I backed up and was like, <laughs> I'm not charging the obsidian golems with my trolls. Back them up, baby. Here come here come the trombones. Toot toot. You know? <laughs> but back back to back to turn one and turn two. The other thing that, that I obviously is the scenario. Right. And there are some scenarios I have the flying bull with the flyers, you know, in Kingdoms of Men. Okay. With the bag assist and stuff. Oh, right. Okay. If you have the tools, there are definitely scenarios where I want to go last. Right. Because I can go, okay, you've got five Ogre's another one. Man, how many people forget the Ogre uh, ogre hero score? Man. And then they have Nimble. It is. And they move six. So, like, one pivot and move 12, control is my favorite. Because right. I'm like, oh, you're all here. But just find these corners. And then, right. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. What other thoughts you guys have on going first or second? It was, speaking of, like, Ogre characters doing that, that was one thing Jesse. Jesse Cornwell was the almost, master. It was like a fire bloom. Just all of a sudden, just, just they all scattered to the four And then what's funny is he doesn't, like, tip his hand. Right. So then some people are like, what are you doing? And then he's like, I just won the game, Jackass. Yep. <laughs> I won the game. Yeah, that's how, that's, how, that's how he did it. I've been trying to see just going first and seeing how that affects my game. Varinger, this particular tournament, that's more of an alpha strike. So you do kind of want to set the tempo. And you bring something up, though. That just hit me. The, the whole thing of, like, barking. 
like the times where I'm like, I've got the gun line with the Kingdoms of Men, and I go first, okay. and I light you up. Like you're like, what the? F-? Like there's two units done. You know what? Right. If if it, if I if I do take the first turn and I can light you up. Yeah, yeah. Like you're like back foot. Oh, I lost my Pegasus on a general light or my right. on a, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? I lost my. You know, I there's mean special parts of the internet for that one. Exactly. That's special parts of the internet. For that. <laughs> my favorite is playing Austin because he. He will not stop taking the Chariot Legions. He will not stop. Hey, bro, I can see you everywhere on this table, and I got four engines. Right. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I. But, but but I'm thinking like you said. You were uh, Andrew was saying like I want to like give them the at least the bark. Well, hey, it's, I, it's, it's bad the decision. But man, if but what if you can go? I just hit them in the mouth, and then they're like, Ugh. it feel them feel good. Right. And that was morale. well. That was my goal taking the first turn not necessarily anything really strategic i just didn't want to die in my deployment zone so that was like my goal against jeff o'neill was just like (laughs) if i'm gonna die it's not in the deployment zone that's like my own little like right small you know victory just like so andrew how's the weekend going uh one and one at the moment so you played russ levy from chapel hill north carolina and you lost Mm, yeah yeah uh okay you played ogres did you learn anything uh, man, roll better. That's what you'll Yeah, think. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying he had some seriously high efficiency rates in converting dice to damage. Y- you know, you can't. I don't think you can lose if you roll above eighty percent all the time. Right. Here's a, here's a topic I want to talk about. Okay. These new dice that are D twelves that are sixes. I saw them. I want somebody to do a study. Okay. I think my hypothesis is that with those dice, you're going more to the mean. So, so I think somebody needs to study else. that and yeah. see. I could, I could definitely look into this. Paging, paging. I'm just curious, like if if that is a thing. Not I mean, technically, you're not rolling more dice. Going to bring you closer to the average. If it makes you feel any better, Page Neo has probably figured it out by now. And is well, I mean, Dustin Howard uses them, so that must be right. I must be right. That's why that's what he uses them. I mean, you mean when, when you say I'm wrong. Like that. When you when you write, you write. You went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, weekend's going fun so far. Yeah, no, I'm doing yeah. that. <clears throat> no, let's talk about this. Uh, we want to know what's going on with you because you used to be a hardcore general yeah. that didn't give <laughs> about a hobby. Yeah. And what happened? Now, you, now you're like, I hear, look at me, I'm pretty butterfly painting models. I, uh, I mean, I, I appreciate it, but I, my <laughs> hypothesis again is that you, you kind of <laughs> bed with the generalship. You're not playing as much. You're spending too much time with the paint. I am playing a very soft army, a.k.a. Ogres. We're all fat. We're all tubby. But well, I, that's true. You, your your build is not very. You only no, have one siege breaker, right? It's ass. No, this build is straight garbage. But that's what you had, I guess. It's, it's fully painted. Yeah. This army was strictly my art army. I wanted to do the fat boys with Samoan tattoos. I haven't got to it yet, but I, the skin. The fat down. boys like <laughs> fat boys. <laughs> oh. You don't even remember who those guys are. Yeah, he does. He's too young. They had a movie where they were orderlies, they and it was called Disorderlies. I do remember. That. And that was a good movie. It was fun. I, I watched it, but I've been I know. <laughs> so, all right, we got a little off track. We're talking about you. You're developing. Is it a conscious thing that I'm developing my soft score ability, or? Yeah, no. I, this, the, the whole reason I'm bringing ogres at, at all is because I wanted to paint them. I wanted. I want. I wanted to work on skin tone. I mean, your first matchup was rough because. It's not a, a build I would think would work at the top levels, it's, it's but it not. will ruffle some people. So it, it is a legion of ogres. Fully. It is four Siegebreaker hordes and Correct. four Berserker Brave uh, hordes. Th- three of the, the Berserker Brave hordes. Right. But four so, of the So, right. And no inspiring. None. No. He doesn't give a f- He just wanted to put... He It's beer and pretzels. It's a mid-table bully for sure. No, no. It, it ruffle stomps some people. Yeah. It's, if it's, but, if, but, if you got, but if you're good with the chaff game... Yeah. You tie him up. I mean... Okay, my there was nothing wrong with my dice. It was like so. There's not like I rolled poorly or anything like that. I rolled fine. We had a clean game. It was great. 
he just rolled white plasma hot right the entire game um even at that, at the very end of the game, there was only a five-point difference in our attrition. Right. 245 to 250. Like, even though he had a lot of big blocks of hitters, you had you, know, you have the chariots. You have some stuff that can out-distance. You, 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 you can strike first. Yes. I, I, the problem I, is... I had a little bit of chaff. I had the strike first ability for sure. I just I couldn't 1v1 anything. And as soon as you Ogres start, don't ever do 1v1, man. Unless a legion... Legion, yeah. you can some, but 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 also I don't play legions anymore. They're just half the time you play legion, they just sit there and do their little doki doke dance where people don't ever let them get into combat they or they had, shoot them off the table. They his his legion uh, with brew of uh, strength, brew of crushing strength, brew of strength. Yeah, there you go. I thought that was a mistake. I yeah, I like yeah. root sharpness yeah. right. because it's already that's just kill more. Yeah. I can have a bane chant, and when I get into combat, and we talked about that. He 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 only ever plays his son. Yeah, he he's only got like forty games under his belt, and I was like, oh, so let me let me ask you these questions. Why do you, why are you running these items on these units? Because I want to pick your brain. I want to see what you're thinking these things. Because in my mind, all of them are poor. Right. Like, like they're all soft. But he had like, well, I do this for this, and I do that. I'm like, okay, it's just solid reasoning. Right. Maybe still poor execution, but solid reasoning. Yeah, I mean, brutal strength on a, on a legion is like a win more scenario. Yeah. So what do you do when you you just paid for that? And now you play Rackin. You're like, you don't need yeah, you crushing two. Yeah. You need right. to hit more. You can always hit, hitting better is always a good thing. Yeah, that's right. It negates pathfind. You know, it negates the fact that you're running through the woods. Right. You're hindered from a obstacle. Uh, but you know, he's a new player from Chapel Hill, yeah. Tennessee, or right. Chapel Hill, North Carolina. So he'll. I'm sure he's taken some of that your feedback. Um, from from just our game, he he learned pretty quick already. Uh, he's he's still got to learn about angles and things like that. So. Like you said, he's definitely new, but he'll catch up fast. Yeah, he played in our big game. Oh, okay. That big game was fun as hell. Did you guys play, you didn't play it. Should I play got those? to watch some of it. Dude, we're playing tonight at 8 o'clock. You guys should come. You just push it forward and throw dice and drink beer. and. Just I don't know. Out. I'm getting kind of old. I might need to go to bed early. You know. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 48 years old, okay? Mm -hmm. So, question. Is it Dylan Scribner rubbing off on you? Is that why you're all into the hobby now? I've, I've had little... Uh, Bucket list items I've always okay. wanted to do. That's all right. All. And all right. I'm I like it, dude. I mean, it's cool. You just, I just wish you wouldn't give up the gaming side so so hard. I, work work will prevent me from going somewhere for a while now, so I have plenty of time to hobby and correct. That That is one thing, hobby, like, that's one thing you can do that's not dependent on other people's schedules. Yep. You know, you can kind of just... It might be hard to arrange getting a battle, uh, battling with your buddies, but... Yeah. You got free. You got so free forty. What do you guys think of NashCon? This is not your first NashCon. No, this is no. my third. I think. Did you come to the first NashCon 2016? Were you at that one? When we were in a tiny little hole for like forty people. That was our first one. It was it was NashCon, and then we broke away for two years in 2017 and 18. 2016, 17, 18. It was just TNT. I missed. We nine. came back in 19, not to this venue, but the right. the one yeah, in Cool Springs. Yeah. We skipped 20, and this is number five of Kings of War. Yeah, I was at the I was at the 19 one. Yeah. So this I'd, is my second. So I did yeah. the first three then. Okay. Yeah, that's cool, man. I, I've been I've been talking to everybody trying to figure that out which ones I've been to. So no, you've been to the first three, and then you missed the fourth one. Yes. Yeah. And then you're in the okay. Why'd you miss the fourth one? Were you just not into Kings War anymore? COVID decided to tell work that they. Oh owned. right. That's well. So wait, we're yeah. talking about 2019. 19 would have been. Oh no no. I, see, I uh, I work for corrections. So he started. We've COVID. been affected I by see. It for almost two whole years now. I got you. I got you. Like yeah no I I haven't had a life in. Well, we see you. You, we, we can tell because you painted an army. Bam. I mean, you haven't had a paint. I mean, we used to give you, yeah, and we used to give you like the paper armies and stuff, just to hope that we'd have some color. I, I remember you did that. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I remember, like I said, I remember you at BCB when you had paint on your robes. You <laughs> he gave two <laughs> about paint. So, uh, NashCon, what do you guys think of this event? This is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. No, this one's like going, it, yeah. Down, going on solid. Yeah. yeah. Someone needs to throw a rock at our TO for a couple it's, of reasons, but no. I mean, besides. I will say his new cage is nice. The new, new cage is very I'm nice. so excited that it's actually, like, solid. There's been a, a few niggling things with the, you know, the, the organization of the event. Yeah, another thing, too, is that, <clears> like, I, I think a lot of people, you know, having not done a lot in the past years with their families and stuff like that. They're looking at opportunities to get out and not, not go gaming, but yeah. to go hang out and have a family vacation. Exactly. Sure, sure. Um, so I think that's a normal life. That's, right, yeah. That's you part eat, of that as yeah. well. So. Yeah, yeah. So what are you guys expecting for the rest of the weekend? You're 0-2. You're right. You're 1-1. One one. Yeah, yeah. On the way here, I plan on going 4-1, but um, that might be out of reach now after getting that reality check round one. Curiously, it may be still a better position finish for you because the paint is better than in the past. So maybe that'll There's bump you up. On the models, yeah. Can't, yeah. can't confirm. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, you've, you've had situations where you come in like 10th from the bottom because you have an unpainted army, right? I have missed the opportunity of winning a tournament because of not having a display board. Well, how'd that make you feel? Uh, John Corbett loved that. That was a five-hour, six-hour ride of nothing but just nose to the grindstone rubbing in my face. Did, did you not know there was a requirement for a display board? I didn't care because I didn't plan on doing that well. I want to say it was here because I'm pretty sure I got best, best general and I missed overall by a display board. Oh, my gosh. That would be a kick in the balls. Mm. Uh, no, yeah, yeah uh-huh. Because, I mean, how many tournaments have you won? Um, we're, we're, we're still in that goose egg area. We are wrapping up a NashCon event, the TNT event at NashCon. Two-day Saturday-Sunday event. NashCon HMGS event. Been running, what, 20 years now? This would actually be... If you count, if you don't, if you don't count last year, it's 33 or 34 years. Oh my gosh! And it was started by Gavin Gossett, like in the back of a store, like back in the 80s. He started in a, it was like a park or something, and then he went, he went from a park. He, went, he they was here at one time when, when it was at this like, hotel. At this hotel, uh, they they expanded since then, and he's been at the Smyrna Town Hall. Rent a so room all in the over back. The place, yeah. yeah, Gavin has had them everywhere. And if you don't know the dulcet tones of the Southern style, it's Mr. Good Gracious Todd Good Perkins gracious. himself. And we're joined by, well, we will be joined by Austin Casey in a minute. Let's wonder. Let's wonder. I saw that. So Todd, what's uh, what's a little bit of? I mean, your involvement in NashCon. You're uh, kind of a big muckety muck. Guide the tournaments. I set them up. I get, you know, talk to them. I let them tell me what they want. Try to get them everything they need. I help the vendors. I help. Get them set up and stuff. I'm just like the guy that's get a point everywhere, everywhere they need need to go and stuff like that. Uh, so, all right. Question one: What's harder, this style convention, or when you just have a one-off? Like I'm just doing a Kings of War on the side on my own thing. For what I'm doing, the one-off, I'm doing my own thing. Is easier? Or? No, it, it is harder. It's harder because okay. you know it was just me and Cindy. Right, so you don't have the support structure you have with NashCon and the yeah. HMGS clubs. I mean, I, I, with the other one, I had to do the money part of it, the financial, mm -hmm. and keeping up with numbers and all like that. With this one, James, the other fellow that helps me run, James and Bryant. So James does all that, so I don't have to worry about that. Uh, I just got to make sure, you know, everybody gets paid. Not do the paying, but just make sure everybody gets paid. And stuff right. Like that. Uh, vendors make sure they had a good time and stuff like that. More social director, I guess. And this is a social, like, you're like the cruise director on the love yeah, boat. Yeah, I am. This event obviously attracts, you've got some fantasy elements, some sci-fi, so we've got Kings of War, 
Age of Sigmar on the fantasy side. Well, and you could argue Lord of the Rings on the fantasy side as well. Yep. And you got 30K. We have Marvel, mm. which is our the newest tournament this year. Yeah. Now, where was that located? It was at the, the far end from us. So they had like a room yeah. in there. Was it a big room? I don't No, it was a, it'd be a small room. How did. many players did you have for Marvel? Had, they had 36. and They planned 36 for Friday, 36 for Saturday. And then they was going to take the top top eight or ten from each day and then play them off today. Well, they play on smaller tables too, right? Yeah, four Three by four. Well. Yeah. Something like that. Right? Yeah, smaller and, table. And then Flames of War was down there. Battletech was down there. Uh, it seems like it went well. Uh, they had like 12, 14 players showed up. Good. They did like a one day and then had open gaming the rest of the weekend. So That's fun. And then we have like a – if anybody's in historical, they have a – event squad leader that's here it's six old gentlemen across the country that flies here drives here starts on thursday night they'll end they ended this morning and it was a constant just did anybody win does anybody win event squad leader no i I don't think so so i mean what other stuff then we had like miniature tournament we also have the johnny reb stuff too which is kind of a sideshow right like it's it's a convention in a convention it is i mean Actually, it is. Uh, they had their own little thing, and then they joined three years ago, four years ago. Mm-hmm. And they bring their own people. They do their own thing. You just give them space. Just give them you space. Pay them, they pay some money, and they're yeah. good to go. That's awesome. Vendors, well, we had some from the northeast, uh, the west. Uh, I, we four, had four. Uh, Sherwood, 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 Sherwood Games. Games. They're out of Louisiana, right? Yes. Uh, Warlord Games, which is Midwest, I think, is John. Uh, then you have Miniature Building Authority, which is Atlanta. Uh, Your dad's army. He's dad's in army. North Carolina. North Carolina? Where's I he? think so. He's one about infinite mortal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not all his, infinite mortal. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a different thing. It is impudent. Yeah. And then you, know, you had uh, Bryant Williams and Gavin Gossett. We have the old timers. They're just sitting around. Those are those guys you see sitting around playing checkers on top of a barrel. And then they had the with the BTC what battle battlefield terrain. Yeah, battle battlefield terrain concepts. I think BTC. Yeah. And actually, yeah. those stuff is some sweet, sweet stuff. They really do. A lot of latex and a lot of silicone uh, stuff. And you also had some cigar box battle mats. Yeah. And a lot of people here, yeah. man. I mean, so it was, it was really a good turnout. I think we had one drop for vendors, and that's it. For the, well, for who's the store that you, in Austin, who's the store that you bought the War Machine stuff from? Uh, it's Game Table Adventures. He's out of Newark, Ohio. Okay. That's cool. Maybe next year. But it's his like hobbies. it's his second year, and yeah. he he loves it. He he already asked to come back. So Discover didn't make it. Discover Games actually Discover did a, another convention. I heard. Okay, so it was closer to home, so I guess he didn't want to travel. I understand. I understand. But we have other play, other people that want to jump in. So good mix. You got it. So next question. This is uh, so. There's also a lot of open gaming. Yeah, the uh, new hotel we're at. We was at the Marriott in Cool Springs. Now we're at the Sheraton in. Music City. It's closer to the airport. Well, that's good because probably get a free shuttle from the airport. I would imagine you can, you can. They worked out. They worked with us. Uh, it was the same price and probably about a third more footing. Uh, they it's a lot more space. A lot more space. The staff here was just wonderful. Uh, they miscounted their own tables. They addressed it. Took care of it. Paid for it. You know, it's taken care of. Don't worry about it. You know, well, that's it, nice. It, it was very nice. I mean, they. Like the people helping running the the registration booth. I mean, they brought them food. They brought them drinks. Right. Uh, there's so always this, asking if you need help and stuff like this that. This is a place you're going to stay for a while, you think? I like so. Uh, they approached James earlier, and they was 
wanting to strike a deal then, and, you know, like, well, we'll do this, we'll do that. So I, I think it probably within a couple of weeks they'll have it yeah. locked down. So we, and you're still looking for the roughly end of August? We, mid to we want the August. same weekend, yeah. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, this is also a historical vented, you know, yep. uh, convention. What's the difference between dealing with fantasy gamers and historical gamers? Both of them have pros and cons. Okay, well, let's, <laughs> let's start with the list of pros. The good thing with historical gamers, they take care of themselves. So I mean, you're saying fancy gamers are needy? A touch, maybe. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> but, but historicals, they, they, they supply everything. They don't ask for nothing. They ask for space. and Lots of it. Certain ones ask Some of them big old space. games. If it's a Bob Moon game, Bob you Boone. better have 20 feet of table. Yeah. And they take care of it. But when you start dealing with them, it's the little things. They're like, well. That fellow over there has a bigger table. <laughs> right. So they nitpicking stuff. And I'm like, when you signed up, you submitted the size of the table that you need. That you want it. Not the size, you know, you didn't ask. You're not paying size. for the square footage anyways, right? Yeah. You just it, told it's them. free space for them. Exactly. But the models are, some of them are very beautiful. They're old. A lot of them are, they try to keep it as historical as they can. Certain battles in, in certain places. They had a couple Vietnam Wars going in certain areas of Vietnam and in uh, Civil War. I mean, historical-wise, it's all eras. Yeah. There's World War II, Civil yeah. War, American Revolution. I mean, you name yes. it. And it's all scales, it looked like. You had some... They had some 54 out there. Right. And, you know, <clears throat> the older you get, 54 is looking better every day. Yeah, because it's uh, <laughs> easy to paint. Are we talking about age or are we talking about size of model here? Like... Both. The, the older you get, the 54-millimeter <laughs> right. model looks you know, right. it's easier That's to right. paint. That's right. Those six millimeters, you know, you got like magnifying glass on yeah. the magnifying glass. You know, I've actually, I, a company, I found, uh, do you remember All the King's Men? Yes. The wooden he, guys, he, right? He normally, he's been here before several years. So they closed down. Yes. And I actually got some of their models, and I found their models harder to do than really? the smaller models because it's so big, you see everything, and you want to micromanage every little detail of it. Well, you don't wear glasses, so go find you a pair of glasses, put them on. Uh, and you haven't, and you haven't look seen my, pet set, uh, my paint set up, man. Like, I've got a headset. big glasses. I've got a headset. So no shirt, but he's got a headset head yeah. on. I've got a headset that's got, like, a light on the front with the jeweler's magnifying glass on the front. Man, we get in crisp with this. Yeah. My <laughs> looks like crap. It's all clean cut. Yeah. No, the line, yeah. lines are crisp. It's, mm. it's but, but it's consistent. Yeah. <laughs> any big trip-ups? I mean, any... Uh, you know, those, those you know, always have like minor stuff that that goes on, but overall, it's actually ran pretty smooth. Uh, really, no no complaints. Everybody complimented about the light di- difference from this year to last or last time we had it. It's a whole lot brighter. It's a whole lot more. The vendors' hall is longer, longer, and they really like that. Uh, well, you have a lot more wall space. It seemed like we did. I mean, and you wrapped it all the vendors around against the walls. They always and then you have like, like Age of Sigmar open gaming in the middle. Yep. Yeah, well, we had like two side rooms we didn't use that was open gaming. Uh, then out front we had we had bolt action, and she puts on a very wonderful. You got to you got to put her out front and let her people walk through yeah, it. I mean, they're beautiful tables. I mean, and she's a school teacher, and it's funny to listen to her if they have a rules discussion. Like she's talking to one gentleman or lady. And someone tries to interrupt. I mean, she'll snap her finger, point at him, wait. I mean, it's, it's great to watch her. I'm like, so she's a really, she's really hard good key, to. Yes. I'm, does she keep like good good timing and stuff? She and, does. She stays on time. Okay. Uh, the score sheets looked at them 
they're exact. I mean, they're, they're plainly, simply written, so there's no question. Did she have handouts for everybody? She did. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a good segue. Let's chat a little about what makes a good TO, because you got a lot of examples here. What are some of, one of some of the better things that TOs are doing here? And then we'll talk about some of the stupid stuff that we have some TOs that do. We got David Griffin. David Griffin, AOS, good TO. Great TO. The only thing is I have to ask, the three-hour rounds? Uh, they're three-hour rounds, and they did four, four games on. Didn't they do four and four and two, or did they do three and three? Uh, I don't know. Okay, then I think yeah, they're, they're going to be here a while. They're doing another round after this. Wow. Just gonna start. So, oh, anyways. But anyway, you know, they had they had 90 paid, and they ended up in the mid 60s. That's good. So it was, it was a huge turnout. So good. Kudos to him. I mean, he the, his trophies look great. Uh, his swag looks great. So in the armies, they look great. I mean, <clears throat> they have one Skaven army, you know, because it's all the New World stuff. But it's like the old dwarven underground city. Mm-hmm. It's the Skaven is taking over, and they have one dwarven banner hanging on the wall. And they took an old Skaven. Uh, Packmaster with a catch pole and put like a little bitty paint roller in in between the end and he's painting over the sign. Oh, that's awesome! And it, it looks great. And uh, see, there's yeah. a dwarf army with a lollipop and candy. Interesting. It's, it's different. <clears throat> so, David, you were saying it was one of the better TOs. David is better. I mean, he he does his work. I mean, he goes out. And he, so he promotes and markets. Why yes, gets people to show up? Yep. But what about during the weekend? What is he doing? Well, I mean, he's you know, constantly he's prepared, right? yes. which is good. He has everything. Everything he set up Thursday. He has, you know, he has his packs and everything laid out. He had dice and pins and everything was ready. The man, you know, he's married. He's got his wife is stable. He's got he's got a baby there. He's got his wife keeping him in check. This year he was he was the man and he was prepared. How are the RTOs doing? How like the Marvel guys? Any, any slip ups or any issues? No, well, they, they was live streaming them on on Discord. Nice. Um, and it, they said it was going pretty smooth. I, I didn't went in there much, but it seemed like it was every time I went by. Everything was going good. BattleTech seemed to be moving pretty good. Um, what else? Bolt action, of course, she does very well. Flames of War. That fella drove up from Texas to T.O. it for us this year. Really? The, the fellow that normally did it said he wouldn't come out right now. So and that's his choice. That's fine. Yep, that's fine. Normal that. And uh, so he, he came up. He had a good turnout. Everybody else, you know, it was pretty 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 smooth. Uh, and then we got my good buddy Tim Smith. That he jumped in on the Kings of War. Uh, well, well in, in his defense, he did build a new cage. He, he built a new cage. For those who don't know, it's a wrestling theme, yep. so we have a ring. He got married. He got married this year. They're expecting two kids, and he moved, and he, he's had a lot of stuff going. So, I mean, I, that is going to be, you know, he has been busy. So Now, his preparedness. Not David Griffin. No, he is not a David Griffin. Right. Anybody knows Tim, if you ever went to him with a tournament, Tim – Tim Smith's printing his list at 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, he's the last day of. He, Procrastinates. He knows everything. I guess procrastinate kind of is a good word. But, yes, he, he was dragging this year, but I got to give it to him. I mean, when the dice dropped, he had everything printed. So Right. Yeah, he had everything ready, but on the Thursday, we got the updated T.O. pack. The manager rule got clarified on Thursday as well. Because we'd all been practicing the tournament pack with the special rule being an every turn thing. And then we get the the tournament pack and then someone's like, hey, this doesn't make sense that this is every turn. Because it was classified as a spell. Yeah. So we're thinking we have to cast it, but there's no casting value. Yep. Nothing like that. 
we practiced for like a month and didn't know. Well, that's that. why you had a bad, bad, but that's your that, excuse for the weekend. Yeah, that's what, what did I'm he give say. you a casting value when he posted the rules? Did he have like a casting with one dice, two dice? No, there was nothing. Okay, so I, I guess in his defense, he's probably looking at it like, well, I'm not putting a value down. Well, they so, should know, but that, you know, he, he needed to be clear about yeah, it. Yeah, so he said that it was an <laughs> older tournament pack. That he so he's trying. Is it Todd's fault? He clipped and it's what it's, yeah. It's what it sounds. I like. think it's what it sounds it's, like. It's, that's, that's, it's, it's my fault. That's what I heard. That's fine. It's Todd's fault. I'll take it's it. Todd's fault. He didn't say it directly, but you, you know, know it was that old man's close. fault. That's fine. But no, so we were all a little confused on that. But it it, it got cleared up before the weekend. But you know, that still it's still I understand. Yeah, it's it's little. We're coming in. We're thinking it's this way. Then you just get swoop. Oh nope, it's this way now. Which is not that big of a difference because mm. it is the free character, but it made the character from extremely freaking broken to okay, he's he's good, but he's probably not gonna win you every game. Okay, right. yeah, yeah. But he does do the balancing. Right. And as far as the list posting, I think it was six to maybe ten people that did not send him a list. So or they I, did send him a list, and he just didn't know. Oh, he did. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming a lot of people got sent to a spam folder. It could because have been Andrew Mobley, Cody Mobley. I was about to say three Austin. of the Memphis guys that I know of weren't on Chris the Bowen. listing. Ad sent lists and like we all sent them at the same time. In so the same that's place. the thing we can communicate to him. Hey, check your spam folder. Well, let's talk about communication for a second. Yes. So the biggest. Ooh, he's on a roll, man. The biggest thing <clears> I was a not a fan of is he communicated everything through the SEC page. Everything was updated on the SEC page. So we had people from North Carolina. We had new players from Memphis. Right. They're not, they're on, not page. on this group. So all of our updates, the tournament pack, the, the original tournament pack, the updated tournament What did David do? Did, did David just email him directly? Because he would have had their email. No, no, that part, I do not know how, yeah, how he did. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he had a pretty... Well, I mean, his pack and stuff was all on the NashCon website. So I don't the know. original pack that Tim put out, is on the website, but it's still... Well, that's last year's or something, or two years ago, right? It, it's the first one that he put out. Right. The, the first one that he put on the Facebook page is the one that's on the website right. currently. But there's no times for anything. There's no matchups, obviously, because they weren't out yet. That was two months ago. Yeah. Yep. Like, right after Bug Eater, or Axe Grinder, is when he sent out the first pack. So, we didn't have times. We didn't have matchups, which, again... He's acting like a historical gamer. <laughs> what now? He's acting like a historical gamer. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> That's where I come well, from. Well, here's the thing we didn't say, though. God bless Brandon Blair. We're coming the in and showing the man and getting him a backbone. Yep. So this is what we're doing. We're gonna, we're the man. Gonna... The man's voice drops four octaves when he grabs that little... Microphone. Oh, is that, is that <laughs> the guy that's with him? Yeah. Yep. I didn't know who that was. Yeah, Brandon. I, was like, I don't know who Because uh, without Brandon, Brandon's the man that just makes it work. Yeah, he keeps playing with the microphone. He loves that microphone. Yeah, I just called yeah. him microphone guy. It, it, it was I want to get one of those little uh, karaoke machines. With the lights carries, going off. Hmm? Your voice carries enough that we you right. don't need the microphone. You should write Tim a memo, uh, an email. The thing is, like, I don't know what the better way of would have been doing it to get all the information out other than just the website you yeah. know like update everything to the website because like or don't update it just put out the original pack it's all right and just leave it alone yeah and i mean well, now you you do know that you, it's, it, it's hard to do one pack and just or everything be right and not 
people yeah. pick it apart. So. Yeah. Uh, but that's why we send it to you, Todd. You review it. You proofread it. You're like, yeah, this is good English. And we're good. No, I that is not me on, <laughs> on, well, on proofreading. I freaked out because, like, my name wasn't on the list when he put out the pairings. And I was like, did I get booted from this tournament? Like, we, we, we thought about it. I, you like, know, I understand. Like, well, I as poorly as you played, could you even say right. you I, I might you as well not have shown up. Maybe that's what it was. It's Tim's fault because... Right. I was like, oh, here's, here's I, wasn't my only the, criticism. I wasn't in the tournament. He made a ringer army. Okay, I was the ringer. I played four out of five games, and I won two games. I tied one game, and I lost one game. You were the ringer for three games, and you played for somebody else a different game because he was That's not true. down here when you were ready to that play. But here's true. the thing, and the army's better than Gibney. So, so you got Gibney points. So I get, I did get him a win. I don't know if he's going to get another one, but yeah. Anyways. Yeah, the, the, the army he built was a little atrociously hard. No, it's the it's list a rough he had. List. Yeah, it's yeah. the list he had when it went to the Masters and then he went to the UK. It's got three trombones. It's got two bangets. Well, as soon as I saw the bangets, I was like, and the wingets, I was like, oh man, uh, okay. He, he took out the war machines. He, he took out the indirect war machines. <laughs> yeah, so he, he toned <laughs> it down. The mall pups and the, and the catapults. It's definitely different. Definitely know. different. We have a lot of players here. What do we have? We had 20, 30. 30. Uh, I think we was up to 40, paid at one time, and then you know, dropped. So let's talk about that. Another thing T.O.'s got to deal with, and you in you particular deal with, this COVID thing, people dropping last minute. What do you do? How do you handle that? Oh, I mean, is there like a, is there a, is a issue with the hotel space and trying to plan, or you just, well, it is what it is? The hotel was very nice, how, how they handled it. And they told us we had to go by the county guidelines mm-hmm. and the hotel guidelines. And up to about two months ago, we was on restrictions. Uh, we had space between every table on, on the light, on the floor plan. Uh, the numbers was cut down, right. and, and the amount of tournaments was cut down. Uh, but we we kept our number. We knew where our numbers was at, who could play, the space that we was allowed. And then about two months ago, the Ca- Davidson County lifted it and said, you know, mask. Let is there not, be light. Mm-hmm. Mask is not required, but if, if you want to wear them, wear them. Nobody's going to say nothing. If you don't want to wear them, Hopefully nobody says nothing. Uh, and I haven't yet heard of any arguments or anything going on about masks. We bumped the tournament numbers up, and we added well, two tournaments. Yeah, and where did you guys land in terms of overall participation at attendance at NASHCON? Well, well NASHCON is normally a, a pretty small tournament or convention, but the final number was 524, and Sunday's always free. So we don't, we don't count the Sunday walk-ins or anything like that yeah that's awesome it is i mean for us it it, we're very proud uh basically everything went smooth uh so we we really had a good tournament i will say one thing about this hotel this hotel is phenomenal the people are super nice freaking amazing you're like damn the staff is the staff is ridiculous like all of them are checking on us making sure everything's taken care of you know you need anything you see one of them you say something to them and it's fixed in like 10 minutes. They, they, they seem to be on the ball and everything. Yeah, so. they, they've got this down to a science. I don't know if they do deal with like bigger style events often, but however they do it, they need to teach they, they, other people. Yeah. Well, the other hotel <laughs> is same by, was owned by the same company. It's Marriott and Sheraton, and they own both. And the Marriott people really didn't seem to care. They, you know, it's like they was wanting to get weddings and stuff like that in there. So the they, easy they, stuff. Yeah, they was wanting us out. So then we came here, and they're like, this, this is wonderful. And it just, 
The people were nice. I'm, I'm assuming you guys booked a lot of rooms too, right? I mean, we we exceeded our book our room count. I think it was about 140. I think is what James was telling me. You booked 140 more, rooms? more than oh, more than what more you than what, what what we needed. So wow, that's it, it was a lot of a lot of people. That's so, great. Everything is real clean here too. Like the mm-hmm. rooms are real clean, real nice. Yeah. Everybody, but you everything know, is some of the gamers. Well, I mean, well, right. <laughs> I, I said the rooms, not you the did, people you did. in the rooms. I, I'll, I'll give it to you. <laughs> and then even after the tournament, you know, we, we sat down, we played board games and cards and stuff like that. The people's just nice. I mean, it, it is a different type of crowd than what it used to be when I was going to tournaments and stuff when I was younger. You know, when we just had sticks and stones and playing with a hoop, playing with a hoop, a stick and a, a, a ball and a stick. And, or, and then there's a T-Rex that came around the corner and yeah, just started know. chasing. Oh. You had to run for your life. Yeah, so. <laughs> but it is. I, you know, I'm enjoying the people. I think I do like what I do now instead of, you know, running it. I don't have to worry about checking the list. I don't have to worry about. Oh, running the event itself. Yes, I think so. Yeah. So what's the highlight of the weekend for you so far? The vendors, man. Like, uh, I will say there wasn't a massive variety as far as, like, what the vendors had. It was mostly historical stuff. But it, that is it, it's just expected. what happens. Yeah. Like, it, it's okay. It's a historical. I get it's a historical convention. But us fantasy guys really didn't get that much love. Like, we had some. We had some Armada boxes around, scattered around. But, like, I didn't see any 40K stuff. No. Any AOS stuff. And I saw some old Warhammer Fantasy stuff. Yeah, yeah there, there was a little bit. But it was like, it wasn't their upfront stuff. Like, I found all that War Machine stuff, and I'm honestly surprised I did. Yeah, you came like, out like a bandit on it. Man, it's like $670 worth of stuff that I got for $180. Yeah. So. And I, yeah, I'm going to take that. <laughs> well, the one thing about the historical stuff and the people selling historical stuff, uh, the Armada coming out right now, mm-hmm. any human army that out there, there's boats here, mm-hmm. different designs, different mm-hmm. different genres, and mm-hmm. it's just so many, they're painted. So, you even get the ones that are painted, not painted. And they had the 3D printing guy, too, that was literally printing them as they were going. Yeah, and then the fellow with the, boats the crash boats and he was printing his as well mm-hmm. so so what's the highlight for you todd when it's over the best thing about it is james actually hired got tables where they was brought in set up he gave him a map so i didn't have to lug them in and lug them out this no year. table toppers yeah so you know, i'm feeling much better already some people liked it some people didn't didn't like what the tables or the they didn't like uh, how the mats would sit on the tables they're like oh, because there's there's like they're like 18 inches wide by yeah. six feet long. So there was a little line there. Oh no, S- sorry, our tables aren't exactly flush yeah. all the way across. You're not gonna have every table always gonna be perfect. Yeah. My, like my back's okay. You know, you, you can live with, with a line across the table. Yeah. So even if even if like there was a table I played on that did have the middle table was sunken down a little bit. Work with your opponent. Yeah. Take care of it. You know that this unit's engaged. You know that they're fighting. And when they die, move the unit right in front of them and let them take it off. And then do your overrun, your reposition, whatever you need to do. That's not a problem. Yeah. Like, you're just complaining to find something to complain about at this point. Like, you're not going to find, shoot, there's probably 70 tables in just this room. Yeah. Like, total yeah, yes, individual yes, yes. tables. I mean, you're not going to find, like, 700 tables that are all the exact same height. No. It's it's not going to happen. No. So stop complaining and play your damn game. <laughs> yeah. 
but I guess that would be my highlight. But as far as the the events, the Age of Sigmar tournament looks nice. I mean, mm-hmm. the models are tournaments nice. are awesome. Yeah. I mean, the terrain looks awesome. Yeah. So and they they 3D printed just about. I think he said 90 percent of it. That's cool. David has put the time in. He deserves all the credit. So you're just you're just bashing Tim some more. <laughs> I ain't going to bash you about the train because that's my old train. So Okay. So, you know, I, I, that train was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but it is used. That, that train's been used for several, several tournaments. Uh, it, it's old. There's something to be said with the 3D stuff, though, because it's just plastic. It doesn't break break down as easily. That was my best part of the tournament is walking in here on Saturday and you getting pissed off because well, the terrain was right. on the table. Well, right. Cause, <laughs> so we, had, we, we did do a big game and we brought you, terrain you, down you for the game. Yeah. And I was like... Nah, I gotta take it up and put it over there. So you have to pack it up. I didn't pack it up once. I already I packed it up twice, three times. God. But it's fine. It's fine. We had a good big, big game. fun though. You played Friday night, right? Yep. What'd you think? I played Friday night. They, they basically on Saturday night were saying that the only reason they lost in the left flank was because of you. Oh, it'd be a shame if uh, I won the game. So. All right, I'm just telling you what Dave was saying. You know, I don't okay. even remember who Dave is. So yeah. the guy in the, the maroon shirt that was right in the middle see, of it doesn't matter. I don't remember who he is. Okay. He doesn't exist. All right. Poof. What was Dave a historical gamer? Did he come over? He's a friend of Bryant's. But oh, Dave. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's a, but he is a Kings of War player. Yes. Gavin, come play over there. No, we tried to get him. I, we, we, me and uh, Austin went up and just, you know, hey, how you doing, Gavin? And we tried to get him to come over. He was trying to wheel and deal. He was doing that thing where. I, how much if I trade you this for that? Hey, I got a car. I, I have some cattle out back. How much? You- I'll give you three pedals. You know, just just some odd stuff. You, you, you know, what am I going to do with pedals? Exactly. Exactly. No, we had a good turnout uh, Friday afternoon. That was fun. So thanks to Blake Schroeder for coming down with all the models. Is uh, he the one that's going to help with the Michigan GT? He's running the Michigan GT uh, uh, second weekend in October. October 8th and 9th in Lansing, Michigan. Yeah. He's, okay. he's running it with Mike Carter. Oh, okay. So. I think he'll play in it. It'll probably be the ringer, maybe if need and Mike's be. doing the Mike's doing the scorekeeping and okay. stuff. So, fine. yeah. So that should be fun. Looking forward to it. So, who all did you play, Austin? Uh, I played Andrew and Cody. Andrew Mobley, Mobley and Cody Mobley from Memphis, from the Memphis. new players. I played uh, Felix Castro, Kevin Drury, and Kevin's from your neck of the woods, right? He is in Nashville. Well, yeah. he's, yep, he's, he's Nashville. Mm-hmm. And Lamar Eddings, Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Yeah. So. so that was my that was my. So five. all Tennessee except yeah. for Felix. Tennessee, he might as well be Tennessee. Come on, Southern well, Ohio. Yeah. He's, well, Southern Ohio. I don't know. Saint, Dayton's pretty far from Ohio, but I mean uh, Dayton's pretty. He's far. on the brawler chat. He basically lives here. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Where'd you end up? Uh, I ended up two and three on the weekend. So two wins and three, three losses. losses. Yep. Hmm. yep. That's not counter charger territory. It could be. I don't think I brought the medal for Keith. Damn, you forgot again. God damn it. You know what, though? He doesn't deserve a medal. <laughs> Why don't you just go take that trophy? What trophy? The one that says Lord of the Rings Grand Champion. Oh, just right. give him that one. <laughs> hey, we need one. to borrow this just to take a picture. I will say those Lord of the Rings tables were sweet. Did you see the, the Helm's, Helm's Deep? Deep? Yes. Oh, Man. my goodness. Man. Beautiful. Beautiful table. Very, very nice. So what did you think of the points level? It's odd. It, it is odd. I, I yeah. wasn't like, so we played Kings Memphis. We were at 2,000 points. Yes. And I was like, okay, cool. All I need to do is add 150 points. But with Ogres, that's harder said than, or easier said than done. Because you, like, you got those goblins. One regiment's right? like 140 points, and you're not really adding much. So you're trying to like change a little bit around to get your stuff in, and it just, 
like I literally had to take out a unit and replace it with two units to fill in points. <laughs> so I think they're running 23 seems seems to be the most common, I guess. And then, like you said, we all did 2,000. Yeah, we did we did 2,000. It was fun. I didn't get all the toys that I wanted. No. You know, I'm never unless we start playing 20,000 point games. I'm never going to have all the toys that I want because I want all of it. You know let me bring everything. Let me put all my toys on the table, and you play with all your toys. Whatever and you I got. I promise yeah. you, I've got more than you do. <laughs> <laughs> then what, Sword of Kings is in two weeks. That is, that is 2,300, I believe. They are doing 2,300, okay. And that will be is that, uh, Hard Knocks. Hot Knock Games in Elizabethtown, Kentucky? Yep. That is our most highest landline, I guess, up in Kentucky. Oh, right, uh, yeah. Region, highest in the region. Wildcat Invitational. It's not one of our events, though, right? It is it's not It's an Invitational, so it's not a Masters qualifier. And I think they got 30, I yeah. guess. So it's not a Masters event, or, you know, it's invite, but they got like eight Master players. Yeah. So. They're going to ruin the whole show for them. We, 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 we'll it's like they let the bad seeds in, and they didn't know they let them in. Well, they, they let Tim in. So. Well, and I just told you what Tim did for a ringer army. Yeah. But he's, he's taking, two wings, two bangets. But he's not taking that army. He's taking ba- Basilean, So All flying, probably. <laughs> Who knows? He probably is. All angels. Is Keith going, too? No, Keith is not. Keith's wife's got him on a short leash. Very short. So they did say that we're going to skip the lunch break. We're just going to go right in. Go straight into a Good. Right, I'll we're speak to y'all. I'm going to get home nice. early. Is it happening? Is that it? Is that it? If I get oh, something no. for an award, you're not it's coming on. Oh, if. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're not bad enough to get the bottom. If. You're not good enough to be in the top half. If. <laughs> and you're not, you're not, and in two and three, I he, don't think. He might be. get sportsman. Let's See? be honest. See? <laughs> he I mean, what do you think positive, Todd? I don't know. Actually, I had, this is probably the first year of TNT that I have not even, I haven't read the pack. I haven't went over anything. Uh, I've been doing other things, so basically, I was letting Tim run it. So, mm-hmm. and we'll see how see how it plays out. See how it plays out, and see how the feedback is. Now, I did on him for a minute, but I will say one thing, and Rama about Rob for a second. Uh-huh. His bonus objectives actually make sense for his tournament. It wasn't like let's play invade, but you get points if your army just doesn't cross the table. So, so here's you the thing. lose, but you get a point. <laughs> so here's the thing: one of my bonus objectives in every game, every scenario, it is counterintuitive to playing the scenario correctly. And the reason you do that is so it's not a win more scenario or bonus. So what happens is it gives the players that's getting their kicked in yeah. something to play for. And to be fair, so if you really are win- you're that confident winning, then then go ahead and leave and leave more. Was it was it more scoring un- or more unit strength it in was, your deployment it was zone? More unit strength in your table half, as opposed to the other. Right. Yeah. I think it was in deployment zone. But either way, the was point wrong. is the point is that's not the way you wouldn't play that if you're trying to play the scenario, right? Exactly. But that's if you're that good of a player, I you can handle that kind of handicap. I lost, but yeah. I got one point. <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying, if you're that good of a player. That guy, I mean, I, I do like a, a positive type scoring. Yes, no, 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 I don't like a Tristan. I know this wasn't him. He didn't write the score. Well, it was all Todd. He just took Todd's packing. Well, no, apparently. apparently. I asked somebody, and they said this is just the normal way they score for Kings of War. I've never... I've been at Rob tournaments. Rob does the new friendly score. Right. So, so it's all positive. You, you can do however much you want. It's only about what you kill. Yeah, because all you three know, If you get five wins, points for a loss, you walk away with at least five points. Yeah, all three of my losses that I got this weekend, none of them were fives. Okay. They were less. All of them 
I think my lowest was a two, and my highest was a four. Right. See, and that, and see, the problem with that is, all that is is just compounding. Because in that scenario, if you would have played correctly, let's say you're playing for the points, you would stop playing the game. You would be all right. Well, I'm, I've lost the game, and I need to conserve points with the attrition difference. And I can't afford it. So you basically would stop fighting. You would stop. You would be running into the corners. And, and at that point, it's not, it's not Kings of War anymore. So anyways, to what, is, what he was bitching about, yeah, it's fun to have. I think it's interesting to have a scenario bonus point that is not, oh, I get it because I was already winning and I'm going to get it again. That's, that's, that's no fun. That's dumb. Well, his, that's, that's poor bonus structures. Like for, dom- for Dominate, I thought it was pretty... Like you got a bonus point if your manager was in the in the in twelve inch bubble turn one. Yeah, like free point. Right. right. Well, the and first the first year we did the managers. I mean, I had this three, and Todd's. I did. It's all managers, Todd. You know, it's all you it's know. All we, you, man. But yeah, I will say, had, Todd, when Todd started, though, there were three different managers. So we had three different managers. We had a shooting, a fighter, and a some magic, and everything they did, you got bonus points for. So I mean, you can go out there and you, you had one of some of them was you had to assassinate the other manager. That was the point. And then I was, I was what you got, and the extra points like that built-in separation on, on most of them. You know, it's just one point, one point, two point, three point, but it's something, and it helps separate it. So, I will say I had to remind myself because my manager, since I'm playing ogres, got to go on a forty mil yep. base. So I had to remind myself. That it did not have a unit strength because you know all of my characters yeah. have unit strength, but the right, even though you're on a bigger base, you're not. Yeah, the manager mm-hmm. didn't, and I also had to remember it was height too. <laughs> there was a few times that I was like, "No, he's big. Damn, Uh-oh. I can't see it. He's height three, or mm-hmm. he's height three like the rest of them." And I was like, "He's height two. I can see. I'm a lightning bolt your ass." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one thing I did notice when I was walking in and out, a lot of people timed out this year. In our event, yeah, there's at least three I heard that timed out. Mm-hmm. Dan timed out. Dan Kamek? turn five. Nathan got three turns of movement. We have to talk to him, man. And like Dan, he thought he was a good player. And Dan apparently was kicking the shit out of Nathan. I mean, it, it went from Dan just beating the shit out of Nathan, and, and Nathan mentioned it. You know, he just he didn't like winning like that. Once I heard that, I went and found Dan, and he gave him a hug because like. His arm is gorgeous. It like, is. It's, it's, it is. Gorgeous. Dan is a very good painter. He, yes. With his last Chaos Dwarf army, he proved it. And then with his new Ratkin army, he's, he's really stepped it up. He is the second slowest painter I know, though. Who's first? Jeremy Duvall. <laughs> then Dan Kamek. He will tell you he's a slow painter, but we all can tell you he is Jeremy's not as slow worse. as yeah. Jeremy Duvall. Yeah, Jeremy's slow. But you don't see Dan, you know, when he brings the army to the table, it's done. He might have been working. Well, we had two years of COVID, so he, you know, there's his army. But, that, but he didn't start on rats until about a year ago. Yeah, right? he hasn't been working on that long. Yeah, okay. it's, so, it's I mean, not that long of a but project. But you, you never see his, his army unpainted or anything. It's so. always painted. Always painted. Uh, he played, well, when a tournament is around. He's, he's played a couple pickup games, you know, making sure that he wants to use said unit. Yeah. But... I mean, as soon as he gets that list down, you blink and it's done. A lot of time goes by, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But you just don't think about it because, you know, he works nights. He has weird schedules. And you don't see him that often. So it doesn't feel like that long, mm-hmm. but it is a long time. But the next time you see him, it's done. Beautifully. I mean, it's yeah. gorgeous. Wonderful. Final thoughts? 
thanks everybody for coming out. Yeah, it was a good been, turnout. It was fun. It's been, you know, it's been a hard past year. Do's and don'ts. Opinions is more than anything. Right or wrong, no, yes, maybe, I don't know. But they seem to keep most of it at home. We had a good time. People was getting along. Well, I think the people that, that felt comfortable, they came. Yeah. And the people that didn't, didn't come. And that's okay. Uh, so we'll hope with, it, with this bill, just give Tim another year to get working on. Well, if we get started now, we might be ready in time for next yeah. year. So, you know, <laughs> it will improve. I remember my first tournament was, I think we had six fantasy players here and then like seven or eight 40K players. And, and that was 15, 16 years ago. It, it's built up. So it, it takes time. So, But, I mean, if you think about it, even 30 players, that's about – I think of the last time you had fantasy, that was 35 maybe. As far as fantasy, yeah. yeah. He's probably on par with fantasy. Right. Kings of War has put out more people yeah. and brought more people out for it. So, so yeah, so, I mean, that's a good sign that we're – you know, even in a down year like this, it's still 30 players. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, next year let's be back to 60 and keep moving. Yep. Austin, you got any final thoughts? Thank you, Todd. Yeah, thanks, Todd. Thank you for everybody. It's taken care of, man. I mean, like, yeah, he's, really. He's he the know, concierge. Everybody. The vendors love him. We love him. Oh, he is always wheeling and dealing, sliding. His wife's better than he is, but, oh, you true. know, the, yeah. she paid me $20 for that. And, 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 uh, and there's rumor going around she's handsy. I, I, don't, know, I, 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 I don't know what that means. But. I'm, I'm not going to comment on that. All I'm going to say is uh, don't look uh, under the desk. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But, you know, I, I didn't have to say good gracious that much this weekend, so I, I was cheated there. But I think it probably do with the hotel staff. It did. Because you don't have to deal with the headaches of, I need you to do this. Well, 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 20 minutes. No. I mean, if you ask for something, they would, okay, yeah, whatever you need. Get yeah. it right away. I'd love to ask, did anybody say anything was missing after yesterday's debacle? Oh, yeah. So we, we did, We you know, we don't get to see Todd get up angry once. Oh, that was. It was great. That was So basically, pretty hot we, we have all this equipment and, and armies and stuff, right? And all the rooms get locked at like midnight. Yep. Right. And someone from a different tournament that's in a room that's attached to the Kings of War room um, went and had security open the door. And Todd walks in. He's like, what are you doing here? And just, I felt bad. Dress that boy down because <laughs> well, seriously, I mean, it's so rude. That's it's inconsistent. Well, I, the, the concern is obviously you just open up the door and, and are you aware that you are now responsible for yes. the thousands and thousands of dollars and stuff that is locked up in here, and you have just opened it. So yeah, I was like, you know, you open it. If somebody comes to me and something's stolen, <laughs> you mean boy? I'm like, you are now responsible. That was what, was, what was funny this morning was when we come down and he's sitting there waiting to come in people was unlocking the door and he's like don't unlock that door <laughs> <laughs> you beat him up so bad he learned his lesson but yeah i mean it, 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 you know it's respect for people's stuff and it, yeah it, well i like the fact that uh i mean actually we've been to lots and lots and lots of kings of world events i cannot think anybody has ever had anything stolen i know no. people have broken yeah <laughs> you know if billy's brother's there i don't ever remember anything happening but i don't want to let Give opportunity a chance. You don't want to be the first. I do not want to be the first one. <laughs> that's 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 a name. That's a that's something. You, that's an award you do not want to win. It is. So I mean, it, it is. It's just part of be, being guiding everybody around. As uh, what is <laughs> your, your your favorite quote from Roadhouse? Be nice. Just be nice. <laughs> and it, and it is the first year that I really wasn't being nice all the time. I was like, you know, I don't have to be nice. I don't have to be. I just got to be blunt and, and truthful and just... Yeah, it works. All right, we're joined by Tim Smith, the sort of T.O., Brandon Blair, the, the actual behind. man behind the throne that actually got done this weekend. 
Well, you know, yeah. I, I try. You try. I try. But it's it's Tim Tim's energy that keeps me going. So, I mean. Neurotic I'm, procrastination? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm the face. And that's okay. my role. And right. I do it well. You did build a new cage. I did. So, for those who don't know, TNT at NashCon has a wrestling theme. What happened to the ring and the other cage? So, the chain link's the same. <laughs> But my parents sold the family farm where I was storing. Like literally, it's not. You're not like making it. No, they sold the family farm and they threw it away because I I couldn't get up there to get it in time. So I had to rebuild a new one this year. But mm-hmm. this one's more modular. I can store it in my garage now. It's so much mm-hmm. better. So I'm happy with what we did. But yeah, that's the that's the center light at the convention. People from other games are finding our room out to come check it out. And they're like, dude, what the hell are you doing in the cage? Yep. Yeah, they'll come take pictures and stuff. That's exactly, awesome. exactly. So how do you guys think the event went? 30, 30 players? 20? 30 players. Nice. Uh, we were at 40, but the week before, a lot of people started dropping out. Personal COVID, reasons, just, COVID, everything just going just, on. Just, you know, stuff happens. And that's okay. Um, it's fine. So with everything going on, we think 30 is like a, it's a good, successful number. We're happy with it. Definitely, definitely. But it ran smooth, no problems. No, and that's because no, of you, this guy, Brandon. Oh, yeah. here? totally. Uh, I mean, to be fair, we had we had some great players. Yeah, it, it, was, it was the people who came and nothing. Gets so they were able to point out mistakes it. and yeah. you get them cor- yeah, corrected like, early. Yep. Yeah. No, no drama, <laughs> and and everybody who attends tournaments, they they got to appreciate no drama. So. Right. Yeah, it was smooth. We have any issues? In anybody? Any any angry fights or anything broke down? That that, that was a surprising part because you know you just had the FAQ. Or they just didn't out. tell you. No, they people were very. I mean, you know these people. You well, I know one of them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're boisterous if there's an issue. But no, with no. the FAQ coming out, people not playing in so long. Half the people at TNT. This was their first year. There's a lot of a lot of people, new players, and a lot of them Definitely. first GT they went to. And are yeah. they coming back? So far, they all said they were. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're joined by John Blakemore. You were the, what's the official award that he just won? The Pretty Boy. And he won that twice now, right? Yep. When he played Macho, Macho Man, Randy Savage, and who Ooh, yeah. And who are, you, who are you this year? Well, I, I went split personality this year. Yesterday I was Mankind. Right. And today I'm Cactus Jack. That's fantastic. Saving dude love for later. I mean, That's fantastic. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know, this has been one of those awards that... It's for the people who like wrestling, or even if you don't like wrestling, it's something you can get into that's not Kings of War. So going as far back as Seth Cook coming as Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. to now John Blakemore picking it up and coming every year full on, like people double take at him this year. Like, is that is that who I think it is? No, nope. well, I walked up on somebody and they, they had started talking to him. Like, I had no idea who it was. Yep, that's awesome. He's so into costume. I was fully expecting Mick Foley to be up a Kings of War player. I mean, that that's 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 how good. <laughs> Went pretty smooth, looks like. Yeah, went great. I mean, the outcome is what we kind of. So that was, that's interesting. Is that round going into round five, as you'd expect in the southeast? Jeff O'Neill had it pretty cinched up, but it's not over till it's over. Him and Keith played, and they drew in round four. In round four, yeah, in round yeah. four. Um, and because they drew, it opened it up to the four tables below them in round five. Had it, depending on how all the tables played out, mm-hmm. there were a lot of people who had a very clear path to winning. Yeah. Spreading points yeah. wasn't as big as it normally is. We're yeah. talking three, four points. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I mean, uh, you know, round five definitely helped Jeff. Yep. In terms of overall. At the end of round four, he had no guarantee. Yeah, he didn't and have it a was, guarantee. It was, still, it was still literally everybody's game. So let's talk about the trophies while we're being joined so by Jeff. With the wrestling theme, Todd has a line on a guy who makes legitimate wrestling belts. Wrestling mm-hmm. belts. And it's a kind of it's, you're not going to see this belt at you know WWE championship, but you go to any of the backyard wrestling or the smaller federations. This is the stuff they use, and it's heavy. 
It's good quality. Yeah, it's it's not all metal, but it's leather and leather with the metal plating. Um, We got all of our artwork on it. This that was something they added. They started doing last year. They could do custom artwork. Um, That's cool. There you go. So Jeff, we were dying to know, did you just give Keith the draw, only for you could snatch it from in turn five when you crushed whoever you were playing? Uh, (laughs) Turn six, I had about four rolls. Anyone goes my way, I win. I guess karma said, not uh, this time. <laughs> you know better than I am. Does he get happy a lot? Is he a happy person? Keith? Yeah. Not when he's playing Kings of War. Right, yeah, he's always, very serious. I'm, 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 I'm here to play and win. Right. But I heard like an audible, yes! Yep. Yeah. But, Jeff, but, I, but, I, but if you think about Jeff, I think it's devious because he, he knew all along it didn't matter. He's going to play game five. Yeah. Come he's on. still got another game to make. Yeah, he's got, he, he make it up in game five. Come on. Look, I did everything I could. Yeah, you were trying. <laughs> and that, well, the thing is, that, like I said earlier, going into round five, everything was so close. Anyone below him, if they could just get a, a little bigger win than he had, or if his opponent kept him from getting one of those extra battle points. I mean, the spread was it was incredible how close it really was where the couple points extra you get from sports mattered. The few points here or there on paint mattered. It all mattered. It wasn't just, I have 100 battle points, no one can catch me. I'll yeah, win. yeah. So how'd you do, so the battle points, we know, we have a 20-0 system mm-hmm. with two points for a, a manager. The manager, your special character, right. get you an extra two points, and then uh, the the kill difference between the game. Uh, attrition score moves it up and down. What about paint? Was rubric out of how many points? So the rubric was out of I think if you maxed out, you could get 35 points. And who maxed out? Just Dan Kamek? Uh, he got 33, I believe. Okay, so nobody maxed No out. one maxed out. Yeah. And the average, most people average between 25 and 20. Right. That's so good. That means our, we have some pretty good armies in here. Our lowest right. score was just at 20. I don't remember I'm just was, kidding. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them out. You don't have display boards. You don't have I wouldn't. You know, Randall. No. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? I, I've been waiting for Tim to build him a new board because that board of his is old. It's- because he, <laughs> he he shoves it in a closet for the year, yeah. dusts yeah. it out until, for until TNT. he dusts it, dusts it out for TNT, and then he's done. Exactly. Yeah, I got build. He already he's got a he's got a thing. He's like, can you build me a display board on this? And I was like, I can build it on anything. But yeah. So and then the same with sports. If you maxed out sports, the highest you could get was twenty five. Right. If you were a horrible player, the Keith, you or get a horrible five. person. <laughs> right. You know what I told the average is fifty. You should have told people though, like if you really don't like this guy, just don't put his name on the list. Make him zero. <laughs> zero. Right, he's short of score. Oh well. But yeah, that, that, that's a that would tell you something. <laughs> if you only scored four, you're like <laughs> the swing in point in paint. Yeah. It was only an eight point swing about. And the swing in sports was only a four or five point swing. And what was yeah. this? What was it, how close was the, the general points, the, the battle points? I mean, like from him, from him to who was below him, it was like three three points. Right. Yeah. And then from then on out, it was one, maybe two, or no points. So did Keith end up beating Nate? Uh, yes. yeah. In, okay. In, uh, battle points. Yeah. In battle points. Okay. And but did they win the game in game five? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so Keith, because I I figured there was no. Nathan is going to do what he needs to do as a team player. Yep. <laughs> and block. Yep. Well, that's, a good, that's the one weakness people need to exploit about Sons of Vulcan is Nathan also wants to still win and beat Jeff. So they're not blocking. Yeah. They'll block, but you got to get them in the mindset of like, hey, if you win, you'll stop Jeff. You know, you'll beat Jeff yourself. Right. And that's the, that point spread again. Yeah, yeah. Close. Yeah, Rob, I want to stress to anybody listening right now, I, as a scorekeeper, I can, I can definitively say that sports – and paint matter. So for those, right. the, the the players who who might come in and they're only worried about taking models off the table, just 
those extra sure. little points they get you at this right now they mattered. It was big. They one hundred percent matter, and and the spread of even the top five is so ridiculously close. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And sports and paint are are they, they changed positions literally. I have a display board for my army because he's on the three years, and I finally bit the bullet and did the <laughs> bare minimum. But mm. I got one because yeah. you made me. Yep, I did it. How was the weekend, Jeff? I mean, oh, it was great fun. Fun to see people. I mean, there's a lot of folks I have not seen for 18, 19 mm-hmm. months. Tournament was well run. I had zero problems. Everything went smooth, timely, effective, efficient. I mean, I they run a very good tournament. Good. Thank you. We got everyone out of here an hour early today. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, no, good. A 35-player tournament's a good size. It is. It's like not so big that there's the extra headache of just 30 extra players. Yeah. But not small enough that you, you know, you just uh, just there for fun. Well, that's the thing know. is, at that point, you're not, we weren't tripping over ourselves because people replaying or rematching versus the same Exactly. People. There right. were enough people where people, it was easier than. What software did you use? Excel. <laughs> Homemade spreadsheet. I know. It worked perfectly. Uh, yeah. No mistakes. You know what? Tabletop TO, Worldwide, all the other ones, there's always some sort of mistake. Usually input, but mm-hmm. we found we didn't have any. Every every year I've ever assisted with uh, TOing and, and scorekeeping, every year the problem, that it never comes in terms of keeping track of names or anything. It always comes in pairing. Yep. And the stress is always at the end of every round, right before the beginning of the next round, trying to make sure that you're getting people up against people they haven't played before. Now, this year we didn't do uh, teams. We didn't do the four horsemen or anything, so we didn't have to worry yeah, about easy. keeping clubs out. But uh, still, that, that's always a stress point. And, you know, as long as you have a second set of eyes on things, which, you know, Tim did for me, it worked out really well. And you guys bought pizza yesterday. Somebody bought pizza. Yeah, they, Alan, well, Alan Morrison just was like, you guys are running a great event. That's a freaking well, best, some of the best pizza I ever it had. It was delicious freaking pizza. It was delicious yep. pizza. Was but awesome. Jeff didn't get any pizza. That's true. Because he's, well, Sh- he's a winner. He was too busy winning. Yeah. Oh, that's true. He doesn't slum it with us down here at the <laughs> T.O. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's go around the room. Final thoughts on the event, Tim. I'm looking forward to next year. This really, COVID. Wait, so you're going to come back? Oh, I'm going to be back. Right, so if you start now, will you be ready by next I year? I will be ready next year. The problem is, you know, I think a lot of players experience it with COVID and not being able to go to events or meet their friends. You get into that slump, and it just was like I had no motivation to get back into the hobby. And mm-hmm. This weekend, seeing everybody's face, um, watching people play, the excitement of it, it's just it gave me that energy back to work on my projects, work on my armies, and get ready for a ne- the next event and mm-hmm. get back out there. So let's talk about your ringer army that you built. Okay. So it was just my goblin. It was my goblin yeah. army. Which is so maybe in the future we don't need the two bangets, we don't need the three trombones, and we don't need the two wingets. <laughs> just <Maybe>. saying. Uh, <laughs> it was very awesome. I so know, but like, my fault but, you but I mean, everyone. so, you know, so you know what would happen if I play Mike Byram and, and I don't give him the game, he would eviscerate me. So right. I've got to play the army. He knows I got two bangets. If I like keep him behind the line, I'll do, if I don't use him, yeah. he's going to be angry. Well, I have to use the tools, so I have to use the tools. Yeah, so what was your excuse for like the 14 year old you crushed? <laughs> oh, I didn't crush it. Did, oh, yeah, yeah. did I crush it? Well, I did, no. but, but two one and one with your ringer army, so. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, technically. <laughs> you want, I'll, I'll put you in the system. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I, uh, no, it was embarrassing. Yeah, let's be fair. I mean, the, the, the idea that ringer armor is just supposed to be gimmies, that's, that's not 
the, the spirit of TNT. Yeah, that right. So there you go. That maybe that's it. It's part of the theme. It is a theme. that when you even at the bottom you still have to play somebody. You still got to fight. You, you still got to play a bunch of trombones. Hey, you gave Gibney his only win of the weekend. Well, yeah, I felt a little bad about that because <laughs> you know he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> Jeff, final thoughts on the weekend. Great time. I'll be back next year. Love it. It's fun seeing everybody. I think everybody I've played, I've played before. It was just nice walking up to the table. The smack talking started easily. It was fair, slightly abusive, but you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but still, that's, that's why you come and do this. This is better than being at work. It's better than being in the yard. It's better than doing honeydew. Problems. The only thing that would be better is if we can get Sean Williams back here to play with us so you can beat him again. That would be great. And then he cries, oh, I'm going to go play with because I'm not good at The new Clash will bring him back, I, I swear it. Yeah, yeah. Over to you, Mr. Blakemore. Final thoughts on the weekend? Oh, I had a lot of fun. It was it was good. It's, uh, Jack, we didn't mention, but your son played as well. Jackson, how do you have a, a good weekend? Yeah, and he regrets not coming today because he went two and one yesterday. Oh, he could have had a good finish. Uh, his only loss was yeah. Jeff. And yeah, so and that got a little flack on the internet. He did. People were pairing up Jeff O'Neill with the out. kid. What are you guys doing? You got putting them. Jackson doesn't give a crap. No, no he's not. <laughs> this is not a kid. This well, he played well. <laughs> he got down to one token was the only difference, and it was contested to the very end. So exactly. I mean, he played good enough to win. And he, this is our third time to play. Yeah. This was his best performance. He's getting better because he's playing good players. Exactly. And I. I went through this with my son about 10 years ago. His first um, 40K tournament, 300 people, he came in like dead last, and everybody was mean to him. He trained. Two years later, he came in second in a 300-man grand tournament because he was tournament hard at that point. And that's what I'm seeing with Jackson. He's there. Oh, I mean, he, He's all tore up that I made Masters last year, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. So he, told, he came to me and said, he's got a plan. This is his plan. He, here's how he's going to make it a Masters. He's going to wait till you die. <laughs> all, the guys die. He's wait till all the gray beards die. 14, I got 30 good years on him. That's how he's going to make it. He's going to outlive us. That's awesome. He's going to outlive us. That's, that's a, a good That's theory. a vile plan. And let's let's clarify. He, he faced Jeff because he curb stomped his first opponent. Yeah. No, first it wasn't like you picked was, him to play him. That's yeah. who he was supposed to play. It wasn't close. It wasn't It wasn't anything except just a massacre in his first round. So that's, that's how he got Jeff. I mean, he yeah. had a drop today. Because he wasn't feeling well, and that's good to you know be conscious of that. But he did so well in his games yesterday, even without one loss, he still finished middle of the field today without playing with two games. zeros because that's he right. did so well in those in other games. games yeah. And he walks up to the table. He's prepared. He has the right attitude. He is friendly, but he's playing to win, which is what he should be doing. Yeah. yeah. He's organized. He put stuff where I didn't want it. He did things I didn't want him to do, and he rolled rolls I didn't like. Yeah. So I gave him an A+. Plus. <laughs> Brandon, same question to you, kind of the wrap-up of the weekend. Wrap-up of the weekend, it was awesome. I, you know, I, I don't play Kings of War, but I, I enjoy watching the people who play it. I enjoy the crowd that comes out here. They are definitely the right kind of people that you want to play in tournaments. You know, it's just it's just a great, fun weekend. And and I think that uh, if you like playing the King, Kings of War, if you like just tournaments if you like wrestling come out just stop by and visit say hi hey can i take a picture of the ring yeah yeah here's yeah. the belts put the belts on yeah, yeah. Can, I, can i try on the belt take a picture it, that, i mean that's that's, that's what the fun this, of it it's, it's community. just fun and, uh so yeah if you're listening to this do it come, come on out. out final question for for you uh you're going up to the invitational that doesn't want to have masters players there with all the tough lists yeah what lists are you bringing i got a bazillion list I'm is it together. soft no, it's not soft. <laughs> so we're going to have to hear about it for a while? You might have to hear about it. Okay. I mean, I'm going up. I'm going to, I, the same thing, when you come to TNT, take in the spirit of the event, 
when you go to any event, take in the spirit of that event. So I'm going to Wildcat with what they're trying to achieve in mind, to have fun, more thematic armies, you know, ha- have your opponent in mind when you're like... Well, is a theme a win? Is it winning a theme? Winning is a theme if you're Sons of Vulcan. It's the only right. theme. Okay, <laughs> sure. But I'm just going to gonna take the event in. I'm going to soak it up for what they're trying to put out because that's their product. You know, don't be mad if a pro- you don't like a product when you don't use it the way it's supposed to be used. So I'm going to go to their event, play it the way they want to play it, and have a good time. And see if they like you. I'll let you back in next year. Oh, they'll let me back in. No one's kicked me out yet. Okay. Well, thanks, everybody. John, you want to take us out? You can do it in a voice of a wrestler if you'd want. Okay. This is Countercharge. Have a nice day. Todd Perkins from TNT at NashCon. Keep countercharging. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time on Countercharge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15, or by commenting on the Countercharge Kings of War podcast Facebook group. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons. This isn't this isn't uh, Worldwide Radio. This isn't what was your old show that you had? You did like two uh, two episodes and quit. We did like five. Okay. When was that called again? I don't even remember. Kings of War Radio. No. Was K-O-W-W. it? Was it? Yeah. Was it really that? And then you had Worldwide, which was okay. Brian. It doesn't stick around very much. Nah.